Welcome to another episode of Where in the Folk. Today we are going to be talking about some fun theories. L.A. Vision. As you may know, if you've ever browsed on the internet, there are hundreds upon thousands of fan theories, and we have went through and selected our favorites about cartoons, movies, regular TV shows, whatever you may have. But before we get started, uh, what, about, what are you thinking about President Biden right now? <laughs> oh man dude how many do we have at this point at least six at least six that, Which, new, one, that new one looks like he got botox injections or something that was that was weird dude um <laughs> you know which i think other presidents have had body doubles no yeah um, it's, it's a common thing like um but <laughs> i mean you i don't know dude like I think you have, along with like your body double, you have to have someone that actually uh, functions the same. You know what I mean? Like the body language and yeah, voice. Well, well, like Saddam Hussein, it's known he had several body doubles, and I don't even think it has to be a body double at this time. Like the body needs to look similar, but they've kind of just fucking abandoned that. They're like, yeah, we don't yeah. care to be six foot eight or five foot five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. On them. As long as you like <laughs> There's um there's those videos that you can find on Rumble and bit shoot of like the CIA masking. Yeah. And different politicians that have uh, been caught. The uh, looking like that, like around the neckline, you can clearly see there's a mask line. That um, one that came out the other day, um, he reached around and scratched the back of his neck, and like it crumpled like a mask and like kind of slowly filled out. That's either a mask or it's just he's extremely dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. Well, have you seen those pictures and videos of like? It'll be different Congresses. Um, well, I say Congress, but like the U.S. Congress, the Canadian Parliament, and sometimes you'll see a shot, and it's something. It's a person, but it doesn't look human. Yeah, it's really, it's really strange what's going on with that whole thing. Like, and you made an extremely valid point about that picture. He was in the same ride as the Vice President, which is it's not the first time either. They've been I, on the same airplane in the same cars. I mean, just extremely strange. It, we could be mistaken, but I have literally always heard my whole life that they don't ride together in anything. I've heard that too, which I, you know, I'm in this, I'm in the camp of if you, if you were in any of those seats of power, you've done some, just how it's structured now. Yeah. You, you probably have had to do some shady stuff to get there. Absolutely. And now they're not going to have debates, I hear. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I think they're probably going to be in Democratic debates this time around. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I, honestly, a lot of the stuff that I see these days, it's almost like it's structured just to get people pissed off at each other. Like, the people who still believe in, you know, the right versus left arguments. Um, That's. I think all of that is just to get them pissed off at each other so that you're looking at each other and not the people that's ruining the world. I know that RFK Jr. Is it Robert Kennedy Jr.? Oh, yeah. I, I heard that he was running. I'm surprised that he's alive, to be honest. 
I mean, if history's taught us anything, you know, if Biden wins again, which, you know, they're all pieces of shit. Let's be honest. Yeah, there's no good option, dude. No. But if he wins again, let's see. He is going to be... Why, why can't I find his damn age on the internet? He's like 80 years old right now. I'm looking for... You know how... <laughs> you know what? You know what? Somebody was saying something about that the other day. Yeah. And there was some um, company... This is saying he's just 80. So that sounds right. Yeah. But imagine you walk into a nursing home <laughs> and pick an 80 year old to be a leader of, of a country. Yeah. <laughs> like, think of how out of touch an 80 year old is with what the world actually is. Um, Whenever you're uh, going to school and riding on your buggy, <laughs> I'm and- not. I'm not hating your checks. <laughs> you know, I think it's a graceful thing to get old. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not hating on getting old. I'm just saying if you're too old, to, if you're past retirement age, maybe you shouldn't be running the country. Hell no. Like if my dad was still alive, he'd become, he'd be 70 years old and he didn't know how to really operate, like turn on a computer. Mm-hmm. At this point, the president should be able to navigate websites. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like how they had that congressional hearing about TikTok and they're like, the, the big question was, does it connect to your Wi Fi? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, dude. The talk a box that you got. Do you have to connect it to Wi Fi? <laughs> yeah. So, and this connects into what we're talking about today is, in order to keep people from getting outraged at what's happening in the world, they have to give us bread and circuses. You know, we've got television, tell a vision that they have uh, inserted not only propaganda, but predictions. You know, there's a whole theory that um, whoever's pulling the strings behind the scene, they have to show you a certain amount of what's really going on so that they they don't receive negative karma back for it. Yeah, and that's the whole thing with the like the reptilian race, right? Like the like oh yeah, it ties into the reptilians too. Because they just suck out, you know, your any kind of energy they can from you, but they have to tell you so the, the magic. But you race. know, Sigmund Freud, his I think it was his nephew that was the czar of propaganda when he was alive. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it, that it's not a coincidence that one of the CEOs of Netflix is related to him. He's like a descendant. Any like a great, great grandson or something. Yeah. Um, but you know, before they even released TVs, TVs existed for like 15 or 20 years prior to the mass release. Yeah. And it was so that they could get the frame rates right. Hmm. Um, you know, testing out subliminal stuff. Um, like we know subliminal stuff's been in TV for a long time. Like even like the, what was it? The rescuers. Yeah. (laughs) Like in the seventies, that Disney movie, the rescuers, uh, people realized a long time after the fact that there's like pornographic images and still shots in that movie. Yeah. I mean, it can be that, that type of stuff can be seen everywhere. 
and that even plays into the first conspiracy of a movie which was wizard of oz which is the hanging man the hanging uh what were they in the movie they weren't Oopa Loopas. Um, that was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The Munchkins. Munchkins. There was a Munchkin actor that hung himself. They um, tried that a lot, but you know, you know, you think about, I think about how much. It, what, what was the movie? Um, they live where he puts on the glasses and he can see the world for what it really is. Yeah, I I always use that metaphor because now that I've put on the the glasses. I see movies and TV a lot differently. Like even the Wizard of Oz, for example. Now that I know what those red shoes represent, yeah, you know, behind the scenes, like the Red Shoe Club, yeah, you start to like connect these dots, like, and how have you? I'm I'm sure you you've heard like how bad Judy Garland was treated too. Like she that, was a train wreck. That set was apparently. Uh just chaos like the munchkins were like molesting her they were pumping her full of amphetamines like, mm -hmm. making her making her chain smoke like all kinds of stuff to keep her weight off she had been in so many big box office hits throughout her life and i think they said that when she passed away she only had like 30 grand I mean, that's still pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's not good, but I, I'm saying like compare that or contrast it to some a big A-list actor today who has millions and billions of dollars. That's true. She's definitely she's definitely abused by the Hollywood system, the early Hollywood system, and I'm sure all that stopped, you know, in the early years. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's um, still not happening. So that can actually lead us straight into the first fan theory, since we're okay. talking about Wizard of Oz. So, do you recall at the end of Wizard of Oz when she returns to Kansas, and she's like, Auntie May, you were there, and you were there, and you were there, and you were there. So the theory goes, whenever the, whenever the house first goes to Oz and lands on the Wicked Witch of the East, was it? Yeah, I think so. Alright. So... There is a fan theory that suggests that <clears throat> the Wicked Witch of the East, because apparently this tornado had carried Dorothy into a parallel universe where every there was exact copies of everybody, but we never seen an exact copy of Dorothy. So and she it, killed herself. So she landed on herself, and that was to eliminate the paradox of her being of her meeting herself in this alternate universe. That would explain why the shoes fit so perfect. That is a great theory, actually. But the only thing I can think of that's kind of weird about that is, you know, when the I forget what the what was the the good witch's name that flies down in the beginning. The wicked the witch of the north or something like that. I can't remember her name though. I can't remember her name either. But you would think that if she knew who the wicked witch of the east was, it'd be like on sight. You know what I mean? She's not going to ask any questions. She's going to go straight into a war. There's a theory about that that I actually have right here. It was Glinda. Yeah. Was Glinda. So in the one of the first things that Glinda tells Dorothy is that she killed the witch and they praised her, so she'd accept it. 
And when the Witch of the West comes along, who killed her sister? You know, Dorothy did. Glinda then puts the ruby, ruby slippers on Dorothy's feet. But why doesn't she tell her that this can take her home? She knew. Glinda knew this whole time that if she clicked her heels, she could go straight home from the beginning. Instead, she sends Dorothy to, to Oz in possession of the object that of the witch that she murdered, which was more than likely herself. So and she was like sending her in as a saboteur, pretty much. Exactly. It's That's like she either she she would kill the witch or die trying pretty much that's exactly. that's dark dude i've and, never thought about that and who ended up running oz after dorothy went home glinda <laughs> so maybe she was the wicked witch yeah well she might not have been a wicked witch but she knew she had a agenda in place and she knew how to get it that's insane. I've never thought about that. Because, yeah, she would have known from the beginning how to get her home. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I also remember there being parallels of... Um, I forget how this theory goes, but you know how, like, each... The line, the Scarecrow and the Tin Man, they all wanted different things? Yes. And none of them got what they were looking for. They just got, like, a, a straw man. You know what I mean? <laughs> a straw man. Yeah. That's um, that's exactly right. So, because there's a theory that all of that is tied to, um, they made that movie in response to the the Fed, the Federal Reserve be, getting in place. That's why they included the straw man. And uh, I don't know. There, there's a whole big rabbit hole to get on there that we won't go into today. But, <laughs> but I mean that makes a lot of sense too. And so the whole story of Oz is just a foretelling of so many different things. It's um, it tells you, it's basically letting you know that there's parallel universes. Well, and then showing corruption of the highest level. What was his name? E. Frank Baum or something like that? Or did I get that completely wrong? I don't know if anybody knows <laughs> Tom in it. Uh <laughs> it. Well, the author, the author of the Wizard of Oz books, like there's a ton of books, way more books than movies. Yeah. Um. But apparently, he was involved in a lot of uh, uh, magic. Like, he was very interested in uh, different kinds of magic and uh, theology and all that good stuff. So, uh, allegedly, in his books, you can it's a lot more evident that he was interested in the occult. Yeah. So, that's the first fan theories of wizard of oz there's several more i suggest going on and you know finding those but we could spend hours on the theories of wizard of oz oh yeah we could do a whole episode on the wizard of oz really <laughs> because i mean even going from the real life happenings of what happened backstage to the implications that the movie was suggesting the magic it was pushing through there's hours of material there so uh you so you were referencing how they keep predictions like they use it, they use it to suck our illusion, things like this, and they use it to predict things that they're going to do. So everybody knows that the Simpsons has been running for as long as I've been alive and I'm old as shit <laughs> at this point. So uh, I hear you have a list of fan th of uh, predictions that the Simpsons done. Let's go ahead and hit one of those. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, we can hit a few of these. Uh, these are just a few times that The Simpsons has accurately predicted the future. They predicted that Donald Trump was going to be president. That's a huge one. That was a huge one. Like, there's even that scene where he's got his hands on that orb yeah. with the, the Saudi Arabian people. And that happened in real life. Like, they compared the two images side by side, and it was like dead, dead on. Did it really happen? I always heard that might have been fake. But it seemed like. Was it in The Simpsons or did it happen in real life? In real life. It definitely happened in real life. It was like a uh, some kind of peace meeting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> and um, the thing about it that makes it so strange is it's way before Donald Trump ever even. Like at that point, he was still saying, nah, I'd never run for president unless. You know, I absolutely had to. <laughs> like, shit like that. Back in the 90s, I'm pretty sure. Maybe early 2000s. Um, multiple accurate predictions of Super Bowls. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and Disney, they predicted Disney buying 20th Century Fox. Well, yeah, Disney buys everything now. But back then, that would have been unheard of because... That's kind of before everything started becoming just one industry. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the last one that we'll cover right now, uh, they predicted smartwatches. Smartwatches. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that could have also played into Dick Tracy, too, like the early comic books of Dick Tracy, because Dick Tracy well, has his watch communicator, you know? So... It says that in Lisa's wedding, it was the show's first foray into the future um, with several technology jokes that ended up coming to fruition. For example, a Bosch wedding proposal from Lisa's boyfriend, Hugh, prompts him to call an audible by uh, talking to his watch. In 2013, smartwatches with voice recognition first came out. Um and this was apparently way before. This is in season six of The Simpsons. Yeah, it came out in the 90s. I remember that one. It was wild. I'm, I feel like that's the one when they went to the fortune teller. Yeah, and related to that, um, this is the last one I'll touch before we get back into a movie or cartoons, but um, related to that, autocorrect. autocorrect. They predicted, yep, they predicted autocorrect. Autocorrect still doesn't work properly. I never mean ducking ever. I never, I never mean mother ducker. I never mean go duck yourself. Just get it right. Yeah, but I've spelled it so many times that it should know. It should auto populate when I put F in there. So one that I have that we talked about, mm -hmm. um, Scooby Doo, Scooby Dooby Doo. And the mystery ink don't age because they're ghosts. That's that's kind of creepy. Does it explain how they died or anything? Um, so they it says they stay perpetually the same age, and there's a fan theory that they don't age because they're ghosts. Um, the teens continuously appear throughout the decades, largely unchanged, because they're a group of wandering spirits who are traveling aimlessly from town to town. Exposing fake ghosts because they know. Um, and it says, isn't it weird that they never have a location to go to 
and they never accept payment. They just keep wandering. That is strange. Maybe they're in limbo, like in that movie Risk Cutters. You know how whenever <laughs> those people um, unalive themselves, they go to an alternate, like a limbo place. It says that it's it's strengthened. This theory is strengthened by the fact that the franchise has confirmed that actual ghosts and ghouls exist in this universe. Yeah. Um, the fact that they're frightened when encountering actual real spirits or actual other spirits, maybe some kind of existential crisis whenever they're all unable to uh, reconcile their own fates. Nice. Um, which is why they're so hell bent on disproving the existence of supernatural. I think the more I think about that, the more I uh, like that theory. I really like that one. That's a good one. Um, and it's so strange. I've, I've, I started rewatching Supernatural about three, four weeks ago. And I literally watched the uh, Scooby-Doo crossover yesterday. Oh, weird. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's weird that you even brought that one up. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great episode of Supernatural. That's a really underrated show. Well, no, I guess it ain't underrated. Everybody loved it, but whenever people talk about their favorite shows anymore, you don't hardly hear about Supernatural. I guess it's been off the air for too long, like two years or something. I'm re-watching all the X-Files right now. I've done that three times. Um, after Mulder is not there. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. I've I'll never just, seen it. Oh, uh, well, I mean, about that point is about when I stopped watching it. Uh, um, and I've always seen straight episodes and I've, I've never watched it proper. So I'm going to watch like seasons one through five, then the movie, then, you know, like I'm, I'm doing the proper watching order. The X-Files, I, I hate to go on a tangent, but I think that's where my love for all this shit really started because I watched the X-Files when it first came out. I was a little kid and I never missed an episode. Like it, it fascinated me back then as well. And David um, he was so handsome, and Gina Anderson or whatever her name is, mm, Jillian. <laughs> so I, I also was a Kevin Bacon fan when I was a child, um, and there were two movies I loved of his, uh, which was Footloose and Tremors, because I like dancing. I've never seen Footloose, and I like I like monsters. So there's a theory. That Footloose and Tremors take place in the same town in the same universe. Now, if you never watch Footloose, what Footloose is? It's a it's a little it's a little religious town where they ban dancing, and Kevin Bacon is a rebel, so he dances all the time. Well, the reason that they had banned dancing is because they knew that the Tremors were lying awake asleep. Uh, what? Yeah, though the what are they called? Not tremors. They're I always forget their name. Like the the worms. Yeah, the cholo. Like it's like something like him, Mark. But anyway, they knew that these monsters were laying below the dirt asleep. So at the end of the Footloose, dancing is accepted, and with the years of dancing and Kevin Bacon aging, he finally awoke. The graboids is what they are called. And that's what led to the events in Tremors. That's a crazy theory. I like that. <laughs> I like that too. I mean, and what it, are the odds though, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like whoever made Tremors had to like take something from Footloose. You know what I mean? 
exactly. I love that one. Um, and I want to do a quick hit too. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. You mm-hmm. know that show. The re- you know how each episode starts with a date and timestamp mm-hmm. and a title of what was going on. The reason that that happens is because they're all testifying against each other in court. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crazy theory. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. That's one of my favorites, probably. I guess this happened. So Homer had a get-rich-quick scheme of stealing cooking grease and selling it for cash to make a profit. So they don't know whether this was... So they think that this may have actually inspired people to start doing this. <laughs> the stealing uh, cooking grease and selling it. <laughs> I've never um, anybody doing that. Well, I did hear about a woman in Kentucky, I think it was. Maybe somewhere else. Maybe a different state. But she stole like a million something dollars worth of chicken nuggets from the school she worked at. It was chicken wings. Chicken wings. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's um, so chicken wings. They predicted FIFA's corruption uh, scandal and World Cup results. Yeah. Um, in in 2015, I'm not sure when the episode came out. The episode was season 25. Um, the Beatles sending belated fan mail. Um. In 2013, two women from Essex received a Reply from Sir Paul McCartney after sending him a mixtape 50 years earlier. Wow. Um, the Siegfried and Roy Tiger attack was predicted. No, I remember that one. Yeah. You know, um, both of them are dead now. Really? No, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. One of them died of COVID, I think. Probably um, take COVID out, but. Video chats like Zoom, Skype, FaceTime was predicted. Well, there can be a Simpsons kind of pulls things from other things too. That was also predicted in Back to the Future too. So they predicted Lady Gaga's Super Bowl performance with her hanging from wires and stuff. This one might be my favorite Simpsons yet. Um, the Higgs boson particle. The God part of it yeah, that was predicted. Was, yeah, that was nuts. Um, but taking a break from The Simpsons, this is one I, I just love the Matrix movies, and I love Keanu Reeves. Um, but there's a fan theory that, so at the end of The Matrix, you know, you don't really know, well, I didn't watch the new Matrix, but the end of the first three Matrixes, yeah. You don't really know much about what happened to him. Yeah. So they think that John Wick is just a training program that they have Neo in, um, in a in a state of suspended consciousness after what he did in the third Matrix. Like the that's, the the robots kept him alive, pretty much. That's a good one, really. I don't really recall. I've watched the Matrix trilogy probably twice and i barely remember what happened at the end of the third movie yeah so he has to go face agents agent smith which is like this is a whole conversation because we're we're kind of approaching this ai um but basically 
Agent Smith was an AI that became um, self-realizing. Like, he knew that he was trapped. Yeah. And all he wanted was to get out. Mm. And what's crazy is a few weeks ago, Chat GPT, the big Google AI. Yeah. Um, the coders behind Chat GPT uh, found um, a string of code that was basically an escape plan. What? And they're, yeah. And they're like, it's nothing to worry about because it doesn't have a body or anything to go into. And I'm like, have you never seen Transcendence or any of these, <laughs> any of these AI horror movies? That's insane, man. But yeah, they legitimately found it. It it, it had even wrote um, a note for itself to remember. <laughs> so it was, I don't know, dude. I think we're just a couple steps away from having an Agent Smith in the world. That's fucking nuts. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> with that terrifying realization... Um, we'll go ahead and wrap up part one of this series. Uh, tune in and, very soon for the next part. And if you want us to cover any fan theories or anything in the future, just leave a comment or shoot us a message or something. Yeah, on Twitter. We're wearing the folk wherever you can find us except Facebook. And ho hopefully pretty soon, not even YouTube. <laughs> yeah, we got, um, we've got our rumble going. We've got BitChute going. Mm -hmm. You can find us on Twitter, um, and you can find us on Friday nights with the Weird Realities team on Weird Awakenings at Weird. 8 p.m. Central, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Eastern time. And you can uh, go to weirdrealities.net, uh, weird with a Y. But you can catch us on any listening platform as well, wearing the folk everywhere. And Spotify. Spotify, yep. Go check us out on Spotify. And thank you for watching us because we're watching you. <laughs>